Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me. This one, this one magic moment. You came into my face, cream on me later. John Wayne, that's right, creaming all the way home. Uh, here in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada, in the Neon Palace of Sin. This is a very special episode. Uh, because I am, uh, you know, as uh, you know, I have guests on uh, most of the time. They are on the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, which is on my Patreon. Uh, you can check out patreon.com slash dead <coughs> Or go to johnwhenisdead.com and hit the old uh, link. It'll take you right to it. This, uh, I have a very special friend in, in studio today uh, visiting here he has been on the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast. You may know him from that. You may know him from his art. He is a sculptor. He's an artist. He is a toy maker. Toy maker. And he's an awesome dude for life. My man, Lee. Do you want me to say your last name? I don't Parker, a.k.a. Remakes Plethora. These are things I should take care of beforehand. Of i got to fire my producer. Um, <laughs> Lee Parker, Remakes Plethora, is here. Uh, hip hop toys, yeah. the man. You're 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 doing it. Welcome to the show, dude. Welcome back. I'll, I'll be here anytime you need me. Baby. I, I appreciate that a thousand times. Lee, uh, you're here visiting me and uh, the lovely Scarlett in Las Vegas uh, with your wonderful wife, Chris Christy, as well. Um, the girls are off uh, doing something, and we are uh, loading a bowl of some of that good good. Green, some of that grandpappy medicine as we get this started here. Now, we've just come from um, Oasis. A legal dispensary. Well, just, my favorite dispensary. <laughs> People listen to the show know I talk about it all the time. Uh, not This is not uh, sponsored content, but not it yet. should be. Should be. Uh, is my neighborhood dispensary. I just uh, I took uh, Lee when the first day you guys got in town last week. Yeah. Uh, we went there, and I told you how awesome it was and how much I liked that dispensary. And... Uh, did we? Oh, we got lighters. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, here, visiting guests, please hit that green bowl. Do not but but uh, I talked about this last week, I believe, the strain. Um, and we're, we're going to smoke a couple different strains today on the show, just as we chat and, and discuss things. But uh, last week, I talked about Gary, uh, a guy I used to work with that, you know, uh, if, you've, if Gary comes up in anything I write, it's usually... Pretty much 99% guarantee. It's based on that guy, Gary. Gary, if you're listening, I'm sorry. You you were, and I'm sure still are, a weirdo guy. Uh, very conservative. <laughs> um, he, he worked at the software store that Nick uh, P. was the boss at. Uh, Robbie C. shouts out. Also worked there. We had a great time with Gary. Shout out, Nick. Shout out to Nick P. <laughs> you know, Gary. Uh, Gary's an interesting guy. You know, he was older than us. Uh, which is fine, you know, whatever. But As they are. Yeah. Uh, he lived with his parents still, which is also fine. Now, this was also like 1998 or something. Of course. Um, in the, AOL he, he just like, uh, he's just a very interesting fellow. Anyway, Gary aside, uh, I, I spoke of the strain last week. It's the strain so nice, I will speak of it twice. <laughs> Weekend at Gary's is what we're, we're puffing on here. And... Uh, you just try. We we already got some of this earlier in the week, and now we we, yeah, we just it again today picked up another batch of it. What what do you think about this strain, Lee? It is quite fantastic. I am definitely a fan. Um, should be called Weekend at Bernie's, but Weekend at Gary's, and we love Gary. Well, we understand. Uh, I believe that's the intended, uh, that's, that's the intended the intent. wordplay, of course. And I'm but, guessing uh, Gary is the wonderful <coughs> herbologist grower, or whatever the word is. Yeah, <coughs> this is by the real McCoy. Again, not sponsored, <coughs> which I don't know what that is. And uh, it says the stuff, no, the stuff, top shelf uh, cannabis and cannabis products. So it, it really is. And the thing also about this is that it's tests low. Like really THC low. THC wise. It's only tests like 15%. Now, notice the weed snobs here that are complaining about 15%. Exactly. Because, you know, like I said, you you know, I appreciate everyone that listens to the show, but if you have been listening to the show, you know, I, I smoke a lot of weed. I talk a lot about weed. So this should be no stranger to you. And I, I talk about the percentages of what I'm smoking that week. And usually we're in the 25s up to the yeah, 30s. 30s. Yeah, 30s. Yeah, is what I, I get. And um, For sure. 
That's where I like 20s. to live. I like to stay in that area. Do you have that a point where if I see like 21, 22, I'm like, oh, what else, I don't know. What else do you a, have? If it's got a name behind it, maybe. But yeah, today, today though, no. Uh, I, you know, weekend at Gary's. We are 14 percenters. It, thank you. It hit, uh, it hit right last week when I got it. It hit right when we got it a, a few Friday? days ago, yeah. Friday, Thursday, whatever, Friday. Uh, and it's hitting right again. On I gotta Tuesday. say, like, very tasty. Sm- smells good. It smells um, wonderful. What is this? Is this? Just, I don't even know what is this. Sativa or indica? Does it say? I don't see any labels. Well, uh, of course, labels. We're, we're reading the label, but maybe it doesn't. It doesn't say. say. Or does it say on here? Oh well, it doesn't matter because it's awesome. So it should. It actually kind of does matter because I would like to know. But, hey, it doesn't matter. You know what? Sometimes when you're hanging out with Gary, the less questions you ask... The better. The fucking better. The fucking better, dude. I mean, because it's... uh. Anyway. That's Gary. That's Gary. But uh, welcome, uh, Lee. You know, I know you from the cons. We've talked before. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you know, we did a, collabor- a toy collaboration. Uh, more to come. My art. More to come. More coming. And, um, you, you make your own toys and you, and you do like, uh, you know, your own sculpting and your own original art, uh, with, with Remix Plethora. Yeah. yeah. But I want to talk about like, cause this is very exciting and very cool is what's happening with hip hop toys right now. No, for and sure, man. Hip hop toys is a company that you're a part of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kind t- of like a, t- tell us about, tell, tell us about the company first. Yeah. Yeah. So the company, like I'm partners in it, basically it is, um, me and my business partner who is a hip-hop promoter out of australia good day mate exactly so he's toured all these hip-hop acts for the past coming on 30 years now so we have a really good relationship with artists and like of course john wayne was saying i've been a sculptor and a toy maker for years upon years and i just lucked into this by making a tribute piece for shock g rest in power and he had reached out and we had started this company and then where it's at now, we're all doing officially licensed pieces. I'm reaching out to rappers and producers and everything's on board. They're getting a cut. It's just no, it's no. really official as opposed to the bootleg game that I started in. So it's a whole different animal. Listeners at home, just so in case you know, uh, or don't know, Shock G is the one who put the satin on your panties. So um, <laughs> now the difference that I want to talk a little about this, just, just because I find it interesting, I think people listening just to know the difference uh, about, yeah, yeah. about things like bootleg versus officially licensed, right? Of course. So when you say bootleg, you mean you're talking about toys that you just you've made. There's no they maybe they have a likeness to uh, a, a movie or a product, a person, whatever. That's the but best it's way. your creation. It's like a parody almost. That's exactly it. Falls under it's that. more That's of what bootleg is exactly. It is exactly what you said. A parody. Most of the times, it's a one on one, a one of one. I might make a really small run of say 10 or 15 figures. It's usually from a horror movie or a comedy or a TV show, something that's not yeah. likely to get the coverage. Give an example of like some of the bootleg stuff that you've done. So an easiest one, if you're horror fans, um, Sleepaway Camp. I don't want to spoil the ending of a 30 year old movie, but of course everyone she has a dick. Spoilers. Shout out Felissa. Love you. Love you, Felissa. But I made a figure of that. And that is one that, of the dick? Of the dick. It's, of course, it's full Felissa and... Oh. But yes. No, I thought you just put the dick in. I didn't just put oh, the dick okay. in there. I, I'm, I'm more than that, man. I'm a full... I, I I'm more than a dick. I Even though I reach okay. all the way around, I'm I more know. than a dick to you, Thank baby. you. Thank you. Um, but but yes. sorry, guys. So that is an example of... I'll do that. I do Simpsons references. That is actually how John Wayne fell in love with me. Right. I made a um, Bart Simpson on the Iron Butterfly vinyl... I use the record. I use the record card as the backer card. A backer card is like the cardboard that you would see if you go into the purchase it at Walmart. Twist so instead of it being out. exactly instead of it being just a piece of cardboard, I use the album art, put Bart Simpson on it, and it's a famous Simpsons thing. But that's how that's an uh, example of bootlegs. Do you remember when we used to make out to that hymn? <laughs> <laughs> so that's bootleg. Now when we talk about licensed stuff, um, this is when you have the participation and and the not that, I mean the full. There's a deal struck between you. And the the person you're working with, yep, Whereas the artist. Just, the, you know, we were just talking about the 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 sleepaway camp one. You know, that wasn't while maybe it had the character, but it wasn't like you weren't working with Felissa. Exactly, you weren't working with producers in the movie. This was your own one off. Yeah, this your was an own one off. It was made of love and just uh But you're, with the shock G 
you know that 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 started as that was the first license one. No, that was right? one. No, that was a, that was just one. off. That was just a one off out of love through you or through hip hop. That was through me, okay. and that's kind of how he reached out. Gotcha. And then okay. once he reached out, we did a couple of bootlegs, but then our first license was the Cool Keith Doctor Octagon. And then we went from like Cool Keith to Master Ace, uh, Sean Price, Charlie Tuna of uh, Jurassic Five, Drink Champs. And then now we're working with uh, Big Daddy Kane, uh, Talib Kweli, uh, Cormega, You God of Wu-Tang and other Wu-Tang members that we're currently trying to sign. But like you said, this is a direct relationship with the artists. So we go back and forth with the artists, their management. We strike a deal so they get a percentage of every toy that we make. They're involved in all the steps of the designing and paint scheme. So it's a, it's on board. It's up and up. And it's a it's just a good look for the company. And come like coming from the bootleg world, like I was saying earlier, it's just completely different. But I love it. And it's a developing relationships like business matters. Networking matters It's stuff that I never really. Right. I, I took for granted, I guess, when I was younger, when I was doing my own thing, because like you said, we can. We can be ourselves and still get by. Yeah. You know? No, absolutely. So when um, what was I going to say? Oh, I just want to describe for the people at home the, the toys that he's, you know, that Lee makes with hip hop toys are they're what, like three and a quarter. What is the size? So we uh, do um three seven five, which is it. you're similar to your uh, GI Joe's like back GI in the Joe, day. Yeah, and we also do um we're getting now into more six inch figures. Mm. So it's um it's well, just like a. But right now it's the it's like a GI Joe. It's, it's like a GI Joe size. Way, like, That's the best way to Star describe Wars it. Toy. Star Wars toys that you're used to seeing, but instead of it being a cheap plastic made in China, they're all handmade, hand painted, mm. made in America. You know that whole. Yeah. So and with that's that's another thing. Also, with with the hip hop toys, the the light. You know, I want I want people to know, like just to make the delineation like we say i was saying like yeah these are like the gi joe toys or whatever but gi joe uh toys are made uh, you know they're put in a can by a man in a factory downtown. downtown um but these the ones that you make for um all of them but especially yeah, yeah. hip-hop toys these are short run which means they're limited in number and yeah these are all being, approximately a hundred yeah give or take. So, okay so yeah, somewhere yeah. around there the run they're they're you know you know, you know how these things go, people. They're limited. They're probably numbered, I imagine. Exactly. All that numbered, hand-painted, hand-signed, all that. But yeah. yeah, but the whole way you create these is there's no machine that you come in the morning and like, exactly. And it just it starts spitting out cool keys. Yeah, 100% fucking, done. It's, you know, it's me. It's, I'm it's there you. with the brush. I'm holding pieces it. out for a lot of yeah. times, aren't you? Like you're exactly. sculpting the thing, print, you know, doing the, the molds, painting everything. Putting the blisters on the yeah yeah the, making uh, the backer the, cards, the cards which all we, the we were talking card. about this yeah, yeah. morning about how those you know how they need to be as such like if there's printing methods and, and the 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 the, cow, the card stock that they it's, have to yeah. be on it's all very specific but it's also done pretty much by hand by you like you're, exactly. cutting, you're, you're printing them out somewhere but cutting them yourself i've got to stick in the blisters yeah, yeah. on with the fig i mean the whole thing it starts in your hands and ends in your hands so and it's, I've it's still it's got to be a factory looking product at the end because it is a upscale right it's up, it's, yeah it's an upscale so even though item, it's handmade it still has to have a like he was saying the prints everything has to be to a certain standard that i'm just i'm loving it and it's completely different and it's fantastic but when i was doing the remakes plethora thing hundred percent is fly by the pants. Just get it done. Get it out there. Move on to the next figure. Make someone smile. You know, it's a, a turnover and, rate. Yeah. And what I like about uh, a lot of like with the bootleg toys, you know, that you do and some other people do as well. The uh, How it's not sometimes it isn't just a figure. Like I was saying, like you've made the dick. Sometimes it will. It is just something like that. It's, you know, one of my favorites um, is uh fucking oh man i can't remember his goddamn name i give him a shout out but i told you about him and i know i've shouted him out on the show before it's gonna be bootleg as fuck yeah bootleg as fuck that's, that's it my buddy that's my homie okay. right there okay check out bootleg as fuck but please do guys one of the favorites that he had that i really like was you know i'm you know friday the 13th part five roy i'm a roy's boy roy boy all day in that movie uh the character demon um i forget his name but he's been to some cons before it's the card is uh him like when he's in the van like with his brother and shit yep. and they come visit him and one of the things like when he's in the he's in the van with his brother he lives in this van it's got demon and he's got all these little like maybe two or three uh um, little toaster ovens and shit and yep. he's just like heating up like yeah, yeah, pizzas 
uh, nuggets or whatever. It's like, enchilada, you want some enchiladas? Like, and in bootleg as fuck has like the card is is that guy's face and in the blister is a like a rubber uh, enchilada yep it's, and it's so fucking awesome it's so simple it's a good nod and like that's that's some people may be like what the fuck it? are you talking about but i'm like no like the people who get it it's so fun get it and I like his it prices they... are like literally guys if you want something like his prices are so affordable like seriously check out bootleg as fuck like his toys are 10 20 a piece like they are so affordable for what you're getting they are incredible again not sponsored content so um it another one another favorite one of mine uh that he did was for uh they live yeah yeah and it's it's got um you know roddy roddy piper on the card and the blister is empty there's nothing in it and above the blister it says bubble gum yeah because and and he has a famous line i'm here to kick ass chew bubble gum and, and i'm, I'm all, all out of bubble gum. gum yeah so like that's it's, it's so it's brilliant just yeah it's and and you like people like you pay money for that fuck yeah man because it's funny as fuck. it's funny as fuck and it's the joke and like you're paying ten dollars for that and you have that on your wall everybody that comes by if they get the movie you're gonna have the conversation you're gonna have that and that's <coughs> if you haven't realized it now, guys, that's what life's about. It's yeah, that it's conversation. It's a great conversation it's starter. Yeah. But it's also like a fun nod. Like like you said, you get, you know or you don't. Exactly. And, and, and if, and you, if know, you do, you do and like, you may know and still be like, you're a fucking idiot. But hey, you knew, you know, but uh, it's not for you then, you know, maybe. Hey, Boney. Boney is here, everybody. Say hi, baby. What's up? Hi, Boney boy. Come here and check on us. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that the bootleg toys don't necessarily have to be part uh, a likeness of somebody. Or, exactly, or it, it can, can be, be any inside reference weird riff or on something. A exactly, joke. it's very very uh, cool. What uh, in um your in your and also like I think sometimes bootleg uh, has a negative connotation to it. Sometimes no, a thousand percent. Think, yeah, yeah, and uh, that's not the case and like this is not the case uh, yeah yeah most of the people when they this, think of bootleg case. it's compared to like a knockoff product like Rip a off, pair yeah. of nikes that You're are trying to pass that. off as something else a thousand percent so it's that's the connotation that it has but in the toy game it's more of like a an homage or a it's hard to be looked at as a bootleg because a bootleg in the toy game would be as if someone is packaging a star wars figure and they're making a darth figure darth vader with the exact paint job the exact packaging of the original mm. and then trying to pass that off even marketing as kenner like that is a bootleg in right. the essence of a bootleg in the toy game the term has just become accepted and instead of it'll be like a darth vader version that i made as i made a 70s black exploitation version of darth vader and he was darth pay her and he was a pimp mm -hmm. and then i had hoba fett as a prostitute boba fett character Oh, that's, I get it. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny. Yeah. That's a version of like a bootleg in the game. Just so you get the terminology for the fans out there to kind of get an idea behind it. Now I'm going to um, grind up another uh, strain here, but I'm going to ask you a question while I do that. First of all, um, guys, I'm, I'm now going to, uh, we're going to smoke another bowl and this is going to be wedding pie. Ooh. Uh, wedding pie. This is also kind of on the lower side of THC, nineteen percent, which you know is good. It's fine. It's gonna get it. It's gonna get the job done. But it's you know, the Oasis just has these great deals sometimes where you put the mix and matches together and uh, you come out with some wedding pie. Funny story about well, you know, there's another strain called wedding cake. I'm sure you've heard of that. Of course. Um, me and my buddy uh, Oscar back in the day, shouts out, man. We smoke all the time at work uh, where I used to work before. Uh, I was just able to write full time and he, it's so one guy, we usually got our weed from a couple regular people, but there was this one yeah. dude who was like working next door in the, in the warehouse next door that would sell sometimes. And he like brought Oscar like a couple grams, like one morning for him that he, he you know, ordered from him. And it was, uh, it was supposed to be wedding cake and, yeah, yeah. uh, Oscar like brought, busted out when he was original smoking. He's like, man, I don't, I don't think this is wedding cake, man. I think I got ripped off, dude. I think this is like my fucking divorce cake. Like, um, and he got divorced right after that. That's no, he didn't. No, no, that's no, not but that was a, a funny little uh, anecdote about that. But so I'm grinding while I grind that up. What uh, what has been your uh, most favorite or most enjoyable original or, or bootleg uh, toy that you have created? 
man, that is such, it's such a tough one, but like, so I can, I can give a quick example of a few just because I know you're going to be busy for the moment. So I'll take yeah, the air away. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a huge affinity and it's weird, but we're horror guys to true crime. And I've made a line of, uh, Jim Jones and, um, Ted Bundy figures that are, um, they're controversial to say the least, of course, and they're not necessarily my favorites, but the packaging for the Jim Jones is the vintage flavor eight. And it's one of those, like you were saying earlier, if you know, you know, and most people are the don't drink the Kool-Aid and Kool-Aid has become the, whatever that, the word is. That's, that's kind the, of what the, the saying the site guys become, exactly don't drink the Kool-Aid, uh, but it's a, it's a, it was flavor eight of originally. It was, a, and it, it was, was great flavor. Speaking of the specific. Jim Jones massacre, not the band. Of course. The, uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. actual massacre. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's a favorite of mine that I've made. I've also really loved the Simpsons references. Like I made a Bang Bang Bart, which is Bart in the future when he's a stripper and he's failing and he's all fat and schlobby. And I was able to use Homer's body, Bart's head. More me to love, baby. It's more to me to love, baby. So stuff like that. It's And it's because of, honestly, the friendships and the connections that I make from the figure to be even more sentimental about it because... I'm here today because of a Simpsons figure that I had on my booth at a con that made somebody stop and we've talked and realized, oh, I'm friends with this cat. So that's that's stuff that means something in the long run because money's money. And yeah, I'm able to make figures and sell it for money. But it's that it's when it's something and it has that connection. Like I've made really good connections with a DJ friend because I had made a Jackie Brown uh, Barbie doll figure. Yeah. And it was. it's just, Yeah. It's connections made off of. Now that <clears throat> I just took a hit of that. And that is very Nice and smooth, and it's very fruity tasting. This this wedding cake, wedding pie, or whatever the fuck it is. What is it? Wedding pie? Wedding pie. It's not divorce cake. Yeah. So I guess this is like a cross between like a cherry pie. And I was going to say cherry pie, probably wedding cake. Um, very nice. It's a very good little strain there. I like it. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely it's fruity. It's got a top of the palate kind of. Mm, yeah. And I, like this is me coming from a very black market state, and I've only been able to enjoy the dispensaries whenever I'm traveling for cons. But it is a thousand percent different experience. And like we were saying, I get to be a little snobby and be like, oh, it's only 15 percent when I have no idea what the fuck I'm smoking back in North Carolina. You know, well, I we, just get a we, menu. Yeah, and We talked about that. You're kind of at the mercy of the, the your guy. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And everybody has their guy. And I did, too, in Houston. And I never wanted for anything. But. There was no real strain breakdown. There, there was, was no, no just like, it's just like, hey, I got job security, this. if you will. Yeah. Like I know I'd like today, like I'm flying out later today, but I went to the dispensary, picked up a bunch of pre-rolls and some hash for us just to get fucked up while we're doing the podcast today. And that's all because it, I was able to do it. And it's nothing. It's like going into a bar. Like it's Yeah, it's like if if you did if if you like to it would be like if you liked to drink beer and the only beer you could drink was whatever uh, your a guy brought the you prohibition to your house whenever, like, but after four o'clock when he got off when work. When he got off work, he was able to do <clears throat> it. Sometimes it was like some badass brew, maybe that you were like, yeah, this is great beer. And sometimes it's like, oh, what is this again? Uh, it's kind of skunky. And or... then you go to a place where it's just you could walk into a craft bar and there's like a hundred taps, and you're like, whoa, and you can try and test people can tell you about them and stuff each it's, it's fruity layer in each yeah. process of oh this one was fermented last week and it's super fresh this is a batch from two months ago but it's still been preserved really it's everything yeah, but it's if you're like, asking that saying they're asking the questions like that you're, you're kind of you're kind asshole. of a douche you're as asshole. well yeah you know just, and just take those it. people shut exist. the fuck up exactly <laughs> oh man <laughs> <coughs> it got me. So, beautiful. oh god, damn uh, fine pie, folks. Damn fine pie. Who's the um, who's been your favorite uh, hip hop um artist to work with that you guys have done so far? Ah, uh, so that is a that is a two part answer okay. right there, and it's easily um, the most fresh is a uh, Talib Kweli, and we haven't released the figure yet, but I was in. We're con guys, like he was saying earlier. I was in Brooklyn. Convention men. Convention men. Not con. Not, not con men. We're not, not conning we're you. Not con men. We're, not con we're not conning you. We're By not conning you. By the way, go to patreon.com slash John Reed. It's <laughs> Oh, uh, n just, no. Uh, we're not con men. Go we're ahead. not con men. But I was at a convention in Brooklyn. Brooklyn! Brooklyn! 
<laughs> so and i got to like bring talib quality to the booth i got to meet him in person i got to show him his figure his family was there um i got to give a figure for his son like those kind of interactions and like he is a i've been a huge huge fan since i saw most stuff on Chappelle show and then learned of black star immediately and so that's been 20 years that i've been a hardcore fan and like a figure that we've we're just coming up to release is a uh, Big Daddy Kane, and that's just that name alone is huge in the hip hop world, and it's that is just a dream come true. Just because of it, it shows that the business is growing, it's moving forward, it's reaching more people, it's getting bigger names, and like like we were saying earlier, it's it's official, so that makes the names are everything as the connections. That's what makes our business what it is. Mm-hmm. And so those have been two of my absolute just dream acquisitions, whatever you want to call it. Uh-uh. I want to say that, like, I also maybe discovered Talib Kweli on the Chappelle show because he performed on the Chappelle show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was awesome. It's like, I like this dude. Um, so <clears throat> I'm going to uh, talk talk about something while I go get... Um, a couple of beers for us. I yeah. should have brought them. Like um, the 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 Talib, it hasn't dropped yet. What's uh, when is that coming out? Gotcha. How, many, yeah, how yeah. many variants are there? Of course, yeah. yeah I'll give a little rundown. Right of, yeah, no worries. So yeah, the hip hop toys thing, guys. It's um, we have some upcoming artists that we're dealing with, and everything is um, pre sale. We'll launch it on Instagram. Um, the hip hop toys Instagram. That's how you find our stuff. That's how you get the pre sales. But like just right now, um, Black Elvis, the Black Elvis 2, the Cool Keith album that just dropped. That's our current pre-sale figure that we have going. And then right after that, we're probably doing uh, Cormega. And then immediately following Cormega is Big Daddy Kane. And we release like one fully painted six inch figure a month. And it's pre-sale only available for maybe two weeks or so. And we drop everything on Instagram. And then we also have a whole new lines that are coming up that we've just started to develop that we're trying to reach out to retail stores. Like we have a hot topic connection. Oh, okay. I didn't know about this. You guys might be uh, distributed retail wise. Exactly. It's growing. Okay. So now if that happens, obviously production scaled up. How does that work? So it depends on, um, that's why we're trying to reach out with the figures that are going to be in retail. They're more simplistic with a giant air quotes there for the listeners at home. Um, They're more like solid resin pores that are clear, uh, translucent, very colorful and impact impact visually. But it's not a fully painted figure where the skin tones and the it has nowhere near the amount of production time that is put into it. But it's still a. 3.75 3.75 figure that has the backing and everything is the same, but the price point is nearly a third of what we would sell. Are you still be making painted. all of those by hand? The, you know, well, the- I would be um depending on the order. And right now I kind of have what they call in the industry, a printing farm. Mm. So I run multiple uh, 3d printers at the same time. And then I'm just a full-time painter on all the, full larger scale but then the translucence that is a lot of um sanding and clear coating after it's printed or poured and i we might have to reach out to fellow artists and hire eventually if a production order is large enough but just an example right now of a smaller resin translucent 375 i can knock out probably a hundred in a day and i can make probably a hundred backers the next day so my turnover in a week is probably 250 to 300 of those figures fully packaged ready to ship to a retailer <coughs> but <coughs> which is a lot and it sounds like a lot but but as like spread you, across like your second like hot topic i put your brother yeah yeah i mean those is, is this would this be like select hot topics or is it like in a hundred billion hot topics across the country and then which case exactly how I many mean, are they getting a piece like who how are you determining like well, so, i mean i guess they would order like kind of regionally based on stuff i guess but. and that's and that's a one thing of like we have a like you were saying it would start out as like what they call a test market and they would put it in like all their big hip-hop-esque cities like brooklyn, brooklyn. la chicago atlanta you know places like that probably as a test market but then like we 
just as I was, I don't think I've got to tell you yet, but we made connections with a Chinese manufacturer that I would be the guy that would fly out to China and deal directly with them with the, through a translator, of course, because I can't speak Chinese. <coughs> Carefully, they might be trying to like sell you into oh, of course. something, which but, is cool. Oh, so it's cool. I'm down like with sexy the money's Chinese right. Three-way or something. If the know. money's down. But so no money down. money down, please. So that that's an aspect of the expansion where I can print so many. I can hire out other printers to do so much in America, but it only takes like one order where it's immediately like, oh, we've got to use our Chinese factory. Let's set up that deal. And then I'll fly out, deal with the relations and the actual final approval of the sculpt or however we're manufacturing that. And then we can. In that scale, we can order like 5,000 when 5,000 would take me quite a few months to do individually or with fellow artists, as opposed to one month turnaround time going to China. Yeah. Um, so who, who is in the, in the, like the hip hop industry that like you want to work with, you'd love, love for them to be able to be a part of hip hop toys for you to be able to work with them, to create their their toy who who would that be that's an endless list but like it would obviously go to my like just the personal favorites like john wayne and i share a love for action bronson that would be be cool that would be one just because like i love everything that he's put out i love his music everything i've seen of his personality same with that on killer mike from uh run the jewels that would be another one that i would be just a really big fan and would love to Mm-hmm. But then, like, if we're talking, like, money-wise or something, like, it would be an Eminem or a Jay-Z. Like, somebody who's at the, you know what right, I mean? Right, right. That's, and that's fine. But, but I mean, that's like, who you personally. That answer is probably <clears throat> Ashton Bronson or Killer Mike. Someone who has a a voice with their music that I can identify with, that I groove with, that just, it's someone that I would be a fan of outside of any business deal, no matter what, I would still be. So that's that's the best answer to that. How many vari- variants do you guys do? Or do you do variants of the figures? Or? A thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. And variants, people, uh, listener, uh, just in case you don't know, that's like um, a diff, just a, the same figure, but with like a different outfit on or a different, po- like, it's just, just a different, but the same figure, it looks differently, basically. Yeah, yeah. So uh, best way to put that is like we've done three or four different versions of a cool Keith figure. Like I was saying, when uh, you were in the other room grabbing the beers, I have done a Black Elvis, which is cool, Keith. And also, I was mentioning earlier, Dr. Octagon. And with the Dr. Octagon, we've did three different paint schemes, which is the color of the actual figure. His um, uniform or his uh, doctor's robes, if you will, might be different. Um, The skull that he's holding in one version was a 24-karat gold leaf. Some of them are blood splattered. Other ones are not blood splattered. Sometimes the backer art, the cardboard that you see behind the figure is different. Mm. So yeah, that's, um, and it because they're all officially licensed and we have a schedule, some months we might be, hey, we've really been wanting to work with this artist again. So we'll release two figures that month and one of them will be a variant because like he was saying, we already have the figure. We just have to change up. We might use a different album for the backer art and we just, it might be the same exact clothes but it might be a different color shirt and different color jeans, a different version of the sneakers. The Jordan ones might be the bands or the all blacks or stuff like that, where it's just an easy paint scheme. And because I'm the painter, it's just, I can knock that out just as quickly as doing any others. <clears throat> what would you do um, to the action Bronson figures? I was going to say like the action figures and I was like, wait, that's yeah, uh, yeah, that, that doesn't, <laughs> yeah. Like, um, um, I would probably use that marketing right there of action figure. Then just that would be part of the marketing because the action figure thing is so like that's a term that's used outside of it. But then the whole pun of putting oh, right, action right. in air quotes. And I get to I I get a you get a you get, get a, a portion you get a credit. I got to wet my beak. Of, now, that's so that, that's how this business works. Yeah, exactly. Being officially licensed, <clears> I have to do everything above fucking board. But like him being known for his show, fuck that's delicious. Like he has a cookbook. That is like I will sit here and throw out five ideas, ten ideas about him holding a cookbook, him holding one of the famous we were talking earlier about his fifty thousand dollar, hundred thousand dollar glass pipes that he's known for collecting. Any of his collabs, like any of his albums where he mentions uh when I die, spread my blood on a BMW. Like there's all kinds of shit you could throw in with an action right. Bronson figure. And I would 
I would talk to either him or his management or have a conversation with him through his management about all these different ideas, just throwing stuff at the wall, sees what sticks, see what Mm -hmm. he likes. Sometimes the management will come back and be like, Hey, this is, he knows exactly what he wants. And sometimes the management will be like, you tell us, you know, it's very individual artists. Tell us toy man. You tell us what will look good. Now, every time I hear the word toy maker, I just think of like Geppetto or like, you know, yo, I'm a toy maker. Huh. Are you on a list somewhere? um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No. um, And what is up with these bonds? We were talking about this earlier. 50,000. You were at at the um, convention. It was in uh, Brooklyn. Uh, This was uh, L.A. Oh, in L.A. Brooklyn. But but also Brooklyn. Brooklyn. These bongs are like twenty to like hundred thousand dollars and plus. This so you'll hear. Are they big? Are they just regular? They're so they're regular size. Some of them are bigger. Some of them are like almost the size of like a coffee table esque sculpture piece because they're more sculpture pieces more than anything. But because like he's a fucking rapper with an endless amount of superfluous income or however you want to say it, disposable income. disposable income for sure. And he just. So, and he raps about collecting them, and it's one of the things that he collects. And so I was able to see a uh, a display at a booth that I was telling him about of just the pure extravagance and the size and the opulence of the... And we're I'm saying this as we're smoking out of a small little bubbler with no water and a pair of titty bowls. Yeah, well, those are nice tits. They're so. nice tits, baby. That is a nice piece. Scarlet got that for me. But um, yeah, that, that just, like, it doesn't surprise me. I don't want to say it, it, it's, it surprised it, me. It just baffles me. Baffles like, is a good word. Yeah, but what else does it do? Ex- and does it? it it's does the it, price of a car. It is it, legit the price yeah, of a and, car. Yeah, and if I that, paid that, paid that much for a car, it'd be a luxury car that would do a bunch of shit. I'm sure, like suck my dick and drive itself, and it, you know whatever. But, exactly as it's meant to but, do. But the bong, like these these pieces, these pipes, these bongs, uh, do they do anything different to the smoke? Do they like reverse osmosis it? In- My guess is it cools it down an extra five degrees, and because you're only going to get you're, exactly, you're only going to get so low. You're only going to get so much cooler. But it's also it's the idea of the same thing as wearing designer clothes. Having that, it's a it's a statement piece, and it's also a sometimes certain people are hey, I have this money, I can support this artist, I can basically give them a living. I don't know no, if that's yeah, absolutely. The, I have no I idea. That. I'm not saying that's him by any means. I'm not trying to put words in his mouth, but that does exist on certain occasions. Mm, yeah, of course. It's of like course. the old days of like you where you were, um, can't think of the word right now, but a lot of famous Renaissance artists would have a benefactor or whatever the word is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't think like of Like a sugar daddy. A sugar daddy, exactly. Like it's, but, but you know, you, you'd have you, to give up. You the, wet my beak. You'd have to give up the, 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 the boy puss sometimes. <laughs> That's... And you get to make your pretty paintings, you know what I mean? No. Uh, we're also... You gotta under... pay the toll if you want to use this boy's toll. Yeah, that's right. The troll toll. So you, we're also talking about like how a lot of, uh, you know, hip-hop artists especially get their chains and NFL players and stuff too, the chains, like the diamonds and the, you know, gold, like their big fucking chains and then they get a fake one too so they can wear it out. So if they get robbed, it's like someone just robs, like takes the fake one. They take the fake one. <clears throat> so what if you get one of these bongs, but he gives you like a fake one? Like here's the now here's the fake one. You only smoke out of the fake one. Yeah, because you keep the real one. And for like, what? What are you keeping it for though? That's what I was asking. Like, but 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 if you can't wear the chain outside, why do you have it? And in, in all honesty, like it's probably an inside <clears throat> reference of like I'm gonna butcher the guy's name, but it's an artist that I hate. And if you're listening, yeah, fuck you, uh, Damon Hurst, I think is his name. He's yeah, known yeah, yeah. for the polka dots. Um, his art is just like everyone knows this. It is just a cash haven for rich people to store assets and money. Like the art has zero, like it's polka dots, guys. It is not polka dots by somebody that means something. It is literally, it's where rich people put their money to hold it. It's an asset. It is not a piece of art. There is something to be said about a $50,000 object. But also, I don't know the resale market for these. <laughs> but they're just laundering their money through there or something? It, like... it, um, I don't know if it could be that or if it's just a, hey, I have five pieces by Banksy that's on my wall. And as much as you care about Banksy, how much can an anti-capitalist artist really be an anti-capitalist artist when he's collected by multi-million dollar? You know what I mean? Like that's 100% the dichotomy there. Yeah. So it's it's it's... 
I believe it's that as much as like, hey, so I have this item worth. Like, this is, I'm a rich guy now. And this is what rich guys do. This is what rich guys rich do. Rich guys own five polka dot paintings. And, it's, yep. Uh, that know, I can drive, easily drive, move. Drive rich guy cars and, you know, do rich guy things. Do rich guy things. It's an asset that can be moved from person to person. Smoke rich guy weed. Smoke rich guy weed. Not weekend <laughs> at Gary's. <clears throat> That's another thing also about the weed sometimes where I'm like, yeah, I like a high quality and a high percentage of weed. Um, but also at a point I'm like, how, how much higher you get? Like just the way that gets priced sometimes where I'm like, yeah, I'm not paying $600 for an ounce. Cause you can buy ounces like at some of the dispensaries and they are astronomically priced. The 500 exactly. to 700, $1,200 for this ounce. And I'm like, why? I love weed. A, I, I a can't thousand percent, but I, like, I just can't, I can't <clears throat> justify it. Even if it is in a moment of opulence or however you want to say it, I just can't justify that kind of my biggest weed purchase ever. And it was after a giant con in LA and I was at the dispensary. I bought a $69 blunt. And yeah. yeah 69, 69 dude. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. But like, that's like my big opulent purchase of a single item. And it was 69%, uh, THC and it was all fancy and it was like a special grower that this license it was only licensed to this dispensary. He was a grower. <laughs> Fucking love you, baby. So I buy that five hundred dollar ounce and then they'd have to give me like the fake one too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd smoke the. So that's I'd, you, you smoke, smoke the that. fake one first and so keep you the other one on the shelf. You just don't. Yeah, it's just a showpiece. It's kind of like the thousand dollar bottle of Pappy Van Winkle that you keep that you only pull out when your buddy comes over and you have two shots and you What's put a it Pappy back. Pappy Van Winkle. Pappy Van Winkle is a luxury fucking whiskey that is thousand dollar a bottle or more for a fifth. That is a, it's a premium of premium type. Is this a member of the of of the Rip family? The Rip Van Winkle family. That is exactly <clears throat> it. That is their lineage that it came from. It comes from sleeping twenty years to now it being brewed twenty years. I'm like I'm purely For pulling real. that out of my ass as a Abe Simpson thing, but you because I'm so good at it, bitch. if we look this up, the whole Van Winkle <clears throat> thing is probably because it's aged twenty years. You know what I mean? That's the dumbass marketing bullshit See, that this is be. how you're spread this is how misinformation <laughs> that's exactly how misinformation is spread and, and, a thousand you know percent. and people are gonna be like oh yeah i, was I heard it on a podcast john wayne's show talking about happy family guy 20 years i've gaslit my wife with this for 11 years with different stories next thing like next thing you know we're at the con running the pappy van winkle table yeah it's aged 20 20 years just like old just old rip van winkle that's exactly like that's how marketing campaigns get made that's how tang gets on the spaceship yeah it's uh it's great it's great uh poppy van winkle this episode (laughs) this episode brought to you by so it's 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 kind of that how we're talking about the opulent weed the opulent drinks like it is a it's a it's a status symbol and like we're sitting here smoking multiple strains, enjoying joints and bowls and passing it back and forth. And if you're enjoying something like that, like, what is it? We each take a couple of hits. We cash that one bowl and then we set it aside. And then we talk about how amazing it was for the next five years. Like, what the fuck? I guess. Right. right? I mean, <laughs> I have rocks that make clean at home, dude. Speaking of, we went to see Seven Magic Mountains yesterday. Now that was not a, now it's not a movie or it's not a it's ride. Not, it's not as exciting as it it's sounds. It's not as exciting as it sounds, but surprisingly enough, I was high enough to really enjoy it for the uh, four minutes that we were there for Seven, the hour drive. For, for the listeners, the Seven Magic Mountains are this place. Uh, it, not a place. It's just a thing in here in uh, Nevada, outside of Las Vegas, maybe about thirty minutes outside of Vegas in the it, desert. It, it's seven stacks of rocks seven that are pillars of like, boulders that are how high would they be maybe 30 feet yeah, or more 30, 30 or most, 40 feet dude. yeah thought, yeah and they're just each boulder is painted a different bright color a solid primary color yeah. or something and it's alternating colors um visually as an artist it's very appealing but also <laughs> as an artist it's looking rocks stacked on top of each other um, with multiple layers of paint like that there was an archaeological part of it that I was really enjoying like finding the chips of paint seeing all the layers and like knowing that that's because of graffiti and tags. okay Indiana <laughs> <laughs> so Calm yeah it's a down. giant bullshit I was there for four minutes guys and that's why that's what I was, was commenting on that because <laughs> literally when he said when he says we were there for four minutes if that it, it's, it's a place that takes for us, it took us like 30 minutes, I guess. Yeah, about 30 there. minutes. But 
We um, hit a really cool bar. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. Of but course. You go, you go there, and there's. It's just you have to walk maybe two hundred yards, like almost like a football field and a half. I would say. I say yeah, two hundred yards is solid. In in like where you park from, in down the dirt road to, to just get there. Yeah, to get underneath them. You and you're see in them the desert. Yeah. You're in the fucking desert. There's nothing else there. There's no like amusement park rides. The view there's is not no even different a from the parking lot. There's the... like a plaque that says "Ha ha, like, <laughs> we like, got you, we gotcha, yeah, like, or something." No, it doesn't say that. I guess it gives you like the history of it, like, and it's whatever. a famous Japanese artist, of course. <clears throat> but as he would. you walk down there to him, and it's just windy and hot, and there's dust blowing everywhere. And then, like, you get there, you're like, "There's not all much right, well, shadow." Yeah, we're here. We did it, and then you leave. <laughs> Although there was that couple next to us that had their back you know fucking truck open and they were like uh, they were cutting um, bread, making sandwiches like yeah the, yeah they were totally tailgating the seven magic yeah, wonders they, oh they, they were, were they were making it their bitch that day right? <laughs> um but another thing we did when we were out there was we went <coughs> to this place called uh what was it called something saloon something saloon i could have said Prospector that much saloon? pioneer saloon. pioneer saloon pioneer saloon that's how you solve problems baby and talk it, it out it, you're absolutely right and it is um <clears throat> i guess it's this famous it's famous it's famous uh, it's that we had no idea we had no idea about um yeah i guess it's an it's a historic of, it's a historic, yeah, a of course. It has because of its town. location. It's probably a filming thing. Notes. They had a lot of movie stars that it came through in a filming location. But what, it, it is an old ass fucking. It's definitely an old ass bar. Old ass bar. Seventy year old. Seventy year old urinal. We got this in. Yeah, we pissed in the seventy year old urinal. Uh, food, and eh, nothing really to write home about. I, th- it, I think it, it we got we got a bad menu day. Apparently, like I, I don't want to crap on the place's food because we got a um I we got an inclement weather yeah. menu, and that so that's that's apparently uh, they have like an outdoor grill. Yeah, I we, thought it was just like the section was called. Inclement I thought it weather. was too. I thought it was just like, hey, we have a shitty menu, so here's the shitty menu. But apparently that's a legit, hey, we have an inclement weather menu because it's windy. We're on the side of a mountain in the desert and they have an outdoor pit. They're apparently famous as fuck for their burgers. And we did not get to try the burgers. And another thing like that I've learned about <laughs> living here in Nevada, just in this short you know, year and a half, almost two years that I've been here, you've seen, you've witnessed the wind. Oh, here. for sure. And it's like... It's, it's legit. It's pretty much like all, uh, like a lot of the time, especially like as you get out into the desert, the wind just will pick up and shit. And they're, they're this place is out there, even from the freeway. It was like oh, eight miles yeah. off the freeway. Off which, the freeway, which you, where which the you biggest Chevron in the country is. You cannot see shit. Like I was like, uh, is there anything is, down here? Are we sure we're like, going yeah, the right way? And I was like, all right, we'll go. eight more miles down there. <laughs> and. It literally is truly in the desert. There's nothing oh, much there's around nothing it. around it. It's nothing on the side of a, it. Jeep yeah. people, jeeples meeting up. For a the ton of jeeples climbing the mountains right next whatever to whatever the fuck they're doing. And I'm so I'm thinking. I'm looking at this menu. And I'm like, it says, "Sorry, it's uh, you know, it's rainy or windy today, so you have this only these things to choose this from." This is your option, which makes me think like. Well, what fucking days do you not have the inclement weather menu? Because it's got good fucking luck. I mean, you got. I guess you got to be there on a special day for it to be still enough for them to grill you a ghost cheeseburger with a fuck they do. That's a fair fucking point, man. So, like as someone who lives here, because like outside of the wind, it was a beautiful fucking day. Yeah, it like, was clear. Clear. It was hot. hot but I but come from like the there's no humidity, so, so it was a it's a dry heat, which is wonderful. I come from the south, folks, so it was amazing and pleasant to be in 100 degree weather yeah but i'm like when is it not inclement? when is it not when is it, inclement? Not? When is it not windy and like, what and what is too windy like a big gust whips up and you just like haul it to... for the rest of the day is it like when <laughs> in little league when the umpire sees like one bolt of lightning off in the distance he has to call the whole has to call game. the whole the whole <laughs> double header is off there's no more play i gotta bring out like grandma pioneer lady to come out and test the wind finger <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> to the air it rings the bell if the bell rings on its own we can't serve Here's some, so another really oddly, I guess, interesting thing about this place that we didn't, we had no, we had idea, no idea about um, this, but it was but, like, but it's like, okay, like you were saying, it, it's, this place is featured in a lot of, of movies. Of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the, the you know, 60s. location to film through even like, uh, what did they, you know, uh, fear and loathing, I guess. Yeah. They lost, yeah exactly. Some shit. And yeah. Yeah. Filmed that. Um, but we, in the room that we went and sat down in a small place. 
set up on the on the tape one of these tables in the side is like an Xbox with yeah yeah Fallout Vegas is Fallout New up, Vegas is loaded up playing playing and it's and then you look around and it's like the table is kind of arranged like there's gas mask it's kind of props it's like props from the game. memorabilia very much from the game almost themed as if it was set in the game as well as having advertisements of the game kind of mixed in a dual yeah purpose it, kind of thing and first we didn't realize we thought like oh shit we can just go over and play we like, go over there and play fallout of course it's fallout new vegas, vegas so like, it's cold vegas, that it's, yeah, yeah exactly like that's a weird little thing no but what it actually was is that the game like the this pioneer pioneer saloon, saloon is featured in the game it's a place in the game yeah it's apparently like it's a full location that you can uh, so i've played fallout but i've played fallout 4 and i haven't played anything earlier and new vegas is right before 4 so now learning this and because i've been here i definitely want to go back and play the game just to find the saloon just to see what it was like because i'm that type of nerd but it was very much like that and we had no idea until of course, like he was saying, we posted it and everything else. And then people were like, oh, yo, that's the Fallout location. And we're like, well, so it legit is. <clears throat> it is. And, and another weird thing, and I will say this is weird, is people were, and I, well, I guess not, but there was weird behavior surrounding it, was the people that, the groups that were coming there specifically because, because it was a Fallout Vegas a Fallout location. And I'll tell you how we knew. One of them, it's a group of four gentlemen. They came in, they sat at a table behind us. Um, and they even were talking about, they're like, the, once we leave here, the adventure is over. The adventure is over. We're playing. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, so they were playing some kind of like, you know, I guess a live, a live action, action role playing. Play. One of them has a half drank gallon, half gallon of whole milk, whole milk that he brought in with him. Carrying with him. And they're having, they're sitting there, they're playing their game. Like if they all got pizza, I remember coming back and yeah, seeing yeah. them all in pizza. And I thought like, I was saying like, is this milk part of the game i don't think it was dude. i don't think it was i, I think, think he, he was just, just a milk just guy. like i gotta have my milk dude he got heavily bombarded he by the marketing like campaign you know, in the he 90s looked like he needed a, you look like he'd be a milk guy he looked yeah milk deficient if you will um <clears throat> that's very odd he just it, had a half gallon a half drank gallon, gallon full gallon, gallon of milk no it was a half gallon of milk half gallon of milk half drank and not put in another container nope. as if you were a normal human being carrying your milk about the day to drink in public no, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm nothing raw to dog keep in the container. Cool. Nothing to just, uh, just got my milk. Hold, got my milk. Uh, right, got the, you know, the, beep, beep. Come on, Jeffrey. Let's go. We're going to be late. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm uh, uh, Hold on, guys. I got to run back in. I forgot my milk. I forgot my like, milk. That's what I, I, like, that was the level of how this, this guy came off to me. And it was like, no offense to milk guy, if you're listening. Um, Thanks for the support and Appreciate join you. the Patreon. Hey, yeah, like, Patreon, patreon.com slash John is dead. Um, but outside hey, of you that, want to talk milk? You call the Corey Hotline 832-930-1347. You call the Corey Hotline 24-7, anytime, day, night, ask a question. Hey, talk about this milk to us. What is happening? Do you take your own milk into places? Call. We'll talk. 832-930-1347. There is a story there. Um, uh, I have another funny milk story, but this guy, like another group of, of ge fine gentlemen that we saw come in, um, uh, at least one of them I saw was clutching the... Uh, the mask of the fallout. Yeah, yeah he was main guy or whatever. He was carrying his full um, the uh, the, the advertisement the, guy, the, the Vault Tech little logo. Yeah, the little type. logo. Yeah, that's his. Did yeah, that the the <clears throat> character inside the, of a character game mascot advertisement. Yes, they were. He, it was so funny because <laughs> I turn around and I see him. He's like holding it like this, like just clutching it in front of him with both hands. This is a grown gentleman too like yeah yeah no, no, i just want to sure. get for the people listening there's not a seven-year-old boy or girl coming in there like like trying hoping to glimpse uh his favorite baseball player or maybe michael jordan is here like he's clutching this the fallout mask and he's just like kind of nervously smiling and he's looking at the whole setup that they have as yeah, if yeah. he were a seven-year-old child no for sure but um that like and that's like, oh there it is i <laughs> see I got the mask right, and then they just went to the other room and ate. And yeah, I was like, the other room okay, well, guess we're done. So it, it was it was their seven magic. Mountains, I was gonna guys. say it was like that was very that was their it four was minutes, just like it. It was just like, well, we're we're here. Um, we're here. We, what we got we, it. What do we do? Do they? Do, do, it's do we very get any money much, or anything. It's the no. moment that we've all waited for in the Roadrunner series when the coyote actually catches him, and that does happen in an episode, guys. But it basically they go through tunnels where they're all different sizes, and then they pop out and they're side by side. But the coyote is small. Roadrunner is really big, and he catches <clears throat> him. He grabs him, but then he holds up a sign that says, "Now that I've got him, what am I going to do with him?" 
And that's society holding up a mirror to itself, right? I mean, when you come down to it, and people definitely do listen to John and I to you for, for philosophy. It's philosophy for, for philosophical that's, life. That's how we all learn advice. morals. Um, but yes, now that you've got him, clearly, what are you going to do with him? What are you going to do with him? Um, but I don't know what these people were doing. They were very excited uh, about this. Now, my other milk thing that I had was uh, a few weeks back, uh, Chris uh, Jet, my drummer, John's yeah, yeah. dad was here visiting, shouts out. We went to eat at Roberto's. Uh, Roberto like breakfast in the morning before we were going to go practice or whatever. Uh, not sponsored. Not 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 brand of content should be. Should but be. we we uh, went and sat down inside because we were just killing time whatever there. So there's like, there's you know, I talk about them all the time. A lot of goblins around, which are the homeless people. Now, I just you know this guy he might might not have been a gob. He was definitely not a house person, and he's sitting yeah. there like where Chris and I are sitting at this booth. I'm looking over Chris's shoulder at the direct, like there's like maybe two other booths and this, uh, this guy is sitting alone at the booth, but the, the booth is turned the other way. So I'm like looking at his profile, right? Yep. Yep. Um, And and I'm watching him while we're talking and I see he's got like at one point, like he's got like a, um, a box of lucky charms. Okay. Legit shit. And he's like, over like doing all the stuff. There's nothing. Roberto's at his table. No Roberto's food. No, 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 no. I have drink. Nothing. Good prize and in Lucky Charms this week. Or no? I don't know. But okay. he's sitting there and yeah. he's doing this, and uh, I look up and I'm like, uh, he. Uh, I'm watching him pour his half gallon of milk. Yeah. He has into the bag, like into the actual into the, bag. A version of walking taco of cereal. Cereal. Did I, he invent walking cereal? Did I don't you? know. But he sat there and he just like ate ate the rest of it and then I remember just talking to Chris and looking up over his shoulder and I see the guy holding the bag the cereal bag and like tipping it back into his mouth so he's like drinking the rest of like the milk out of it just like sipping and just like oh he might not have been a non-house person but you my friend met a god I you know what that's okay let's not start, <laughs> I'm, I'm let's not just... start throwing around dia, dia let's not start deifying people just yet or or deus yeah deif, 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 deifying deifying that checks defiling no. It's defying. Dia- right? Villainizing, yeah, deifying. We don't deifying. Know deifying. Gotta, yeah. Uh I, I don't know. I that I don't um, think he had shoes on. If oh, we oh, would have seen oh, a person twenty years ago opening up a Doritos bag at Taco Bell and dumping the meat into the Doritos bag, if he was a homeless person, we would have looked at him and being like, Yeah, that's how homeless people eat. But now the walking taco is a notorious. I, so I don't know. I don't know what this walking taco is. The walking taco, my friend, it sounds is a, like a homeless person. It's there. a homeless person, a prison food, if you will. <clears throat> no offense to prison food. Thank you for listening, guys. We appreciate a you. thousand hey, percent. And we know that you're innocent. We know that a thousand percent. Why don't you call and we tell us are how a why... for profit prison call... society? This is not a political podcast. Absolutely not. But no, yep. Yeah. Please call the Corey hotline. If you're in prison, okay, call the Corey hotline. Tell us how you're innocent. 832-930-1347. We'll, we'll tell your story. Why not? You come here for philosophy. You might as well be the next Innocence Project. Who knows? Um, the walking so, taco, that is a Doritos bag opened up. Taco meat. Now, a full dosed. Doritos, like a big bag of Doritos. Not a full bag. Or like a, a small personal a, bag. Personal size. A personal size bag. Size, some people say. Two scoops of taco meat and probably some cheese inside of it. Sometimes okay. it's sour cream and sauce. You shake it up and you just okay. eat it like nachos. It is a weird thing that they have marketed, but they call it a walking taco in the hipster community, if you will. So I think you just saw the version of a walking cereal that is 20 years ahead of its time. And if we yeah, get well, on, if like, we should okay, get it so, on the ground floor so now. So that sounds like it's where it's like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But, you know, if you are walking around doing that, you're probably stupid. Oh, you're, you're like, definitely stupid. You and it's not something that I would and, do. But, you know, a fucking vest and... You're smoking like a pipe, unironically. That's dumb. But no, this I don't think. I think this this was just purely out of necessity. Uh, <laughs> like, this was not like a, a, a cute, fun way that I'm going to eat my cereal. But also, it was like the fact that it was the whole box <laughs> of cereal. Now that's like a, a, a fun size Dorito bag. That it's makes one sense. Serving. That's a single. That serving. is a single serving. If you look on the back of it, if you look on the back of a cereal box, what? my guy, that is 16 servings of half cups of cereal. Once you. Put the milk into the bag. Game game's over. Game's like you on. have to finish. That cereal is now finishing. It has to be consumed finishing in it, that setting. Or it's trash. Because what are you gonna put the fucking box in the fridge? You don't have a fridge, dude. 
you're practically living out of this Roberto's right now, you know, until the manager checks, you know, in, and then you're fucking out. But like, it, it, yeah, you, 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 the, you gotta commit to like, he's maybe that was like, well, uh, this is my weekly lucky charm. I, I don't get another. Meal I don't have another meal week. for. So you have to carbo load, which and could be uh, sadly something that's true. But it, like we said, this is a philosophy comedy podcast. No. A thousand uh, percent. And like I said, I'm on the guy's side. I, it, I know what walking tacos. Look, I know the money behind it. So I'm investing in walking cereal as the moment this podcast ends. So truly, like you know, hey, he saw a uh, walking know, he had cereal. A problem. He had a pro- okay, all right. That's another thing I got. I got. A, I got a piece of that. WalkingCereal.com. We Check wet, us out. You gotta wet. You gotta wet your beak. Gotta wet my beak. You know, I give you a platform, and you just like you know take it. That's fine. You know what? That's fine because, um, I just was like, I. I understand just a lot fully. of fucking like it, it, that. It, that's something that will take you aback. If I was, you're witnessing I was it. taken aback, my friend. Much as like seeing somebody carrying a half gallon of milk, seeing somebody not only carrying a half gallon of milk, but then putting the milk to use and not with like he did not carry his own bowl, folks. That is the point that we are trying to like at least. Are we talking about the dude in the in the uh, pioneer uh, saloon? Or no, we're guy? talking about your walking the walking cereal. Oh yeah, guy. He, was, he just poured it all in there. And it's done. Like, you, did he just... have a spoon at any point? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. That so he was just like, it was b- like bag to mouth, like the whole time, man. You never go back to mouth. In the heat of the moment, it's okay to go back to mouth. <sighs> That's a story for a different podcast. But um, yeah, it, it was bizarre. And what's even more, like, but is it, you know, as bizarre as that kid that came to see pioneer days and brought his milk to finish apparently his the the penultimate or, or you know the conclusion of their adventure? larping game and drink his milk with his pizza that they all got pizzas and like um, i said i want to play the game because i don't know if like that is indeed the end of the mission and if pizza or milk is a part of it or if, if you've played fallout new vegas and, and you can tell us about this pizza milk situation if that happens to be involved call the cory hotline 832-930-1347 uh give us a call anytime leave a message we'll, we'll talk about it but i need to know if this milk is involved in some way with this fucking it's with, with the place or the game or what because it's something otherwise because i i'm it broke our brains for three hours yesterday folks other, and, yeah <laughs> otherwise i gotta like maybe i've got a real I gotta question life. think about some things like what i you know maybe go out in the desert myself and meditate or bring my own half gallon of milk and see what i'm missing that would be so rad if like it was <clears throat> just completely full like it was just so much acid in that milk and that kid oh, was just like, drinking he was like the coolest ass motherfucker ever and we're, we had we're the zero, idiots we're the area, yeah we had zero idea he's like it's, yeah whatever I just fry, I fry my brain I see through time I think I'm in I'm in fallout, I'm in fallout right, now, right now this is a stem pack so see I have played the game that is not the proper usage of What's the a stem, pack? stem pack that's like the med kit thing that they have in fallout oh, oh. And then they also have drugs in Fallout, which is how I played. I got you can get addicted to the drugs in Fallout. So like you take a bunch of drugs and you become a you can become like a super ability player when you then take more drugs. Fallout's a cool but, game. But then are you then reliant upon the drugs? Oh, you, you are. You get, like that's something else you have to mine for. Yep. And then like sometimes and there's all kinds of uh, different currencies in the game. So I usually end up saving bullets for really crappy guns and trading bullets for uh, drugs. Yeah, that's a. Uh... It's a Fallout economy. Not, like I said, Fallout Four is a fun game. Yeah, sounds yeah. sounds like they solved a lot of problems. <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of solving problems, um, Lee, it's a pleasure to have you here. Um, what a time! I dude, the visit, uh, the conversation. What a, what a time it's been. A, a thousand times over, man. Um, I can't wait to come back. I see you a handful of times a year, and it's yeah. definitely a highlight. It's, babe. it's a it's a magic mountain moment. It's a magic mountain. Seven moment. magic moments. Maybe a minute. Seven Magic Mountains. Um, where can people check you out as far as like, you know, following the, getting the hip hop toys? What's up with that? With your yeah, own yeah. heart? Yeah, yeah. So um, mainly uh, it's hip hop toys. You can spell it out exactly how it sounds on Instagram. Uh, we have both pages with an S and with a Z. Um, when you see both of them, like the S is obviously the one that gets all the love, but we still use the Z in the marketing. So both of them is us, hip hop toys. 
personally, I am remakes underscore plethora. Um, it's just how it sounds. Y'all are fans of an author's podcast. You can figure out how to spell. Um, yeah, that's that's you me. Guys. Okay, they're, they're re- okay. So, like I said, they're re- coming to me. So no, uh, you guys are great. No, fantastic um, guys. Seriously, I love this guy with all my heart. So if you're listening, you you understand why I do. Thank you, guys. Also, um, just in case you didn't hear last week, Final Girl Fest is canceled in Austin, Texas next weekend. So I will not be there, uh, and uh, as will nobody. So if you are going to come out to Austin, sorry that that show's canceled. I have no information on what else they're doing with it. Um, so I don't think it's being rescheduled. So hopefully, maybe they'll come back next year. Anyway, shout out to Pikmin Vinyls in Austin. Shout out to Pikmin, and Pikmin. shout out to Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Uh, I will be, I think the next show I'm at, I'll be in Phoenix for Mad Monster Party, so come check me out there, and then I'll be in Portland and uh, everywhere else. So, uh, follow me at John Wayne is Dead on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, my name, that is just John Wayne coming on on Facebook. Go to JohnWayneIsDead.com for all your needs, wants, desires. You can get all of my books from there, signed, sealed, delivered, with special little goodies included, plus uh, all the art, check it out, and... Um, Lee, so uh, again, wonderful having you here. Absolutely wonderful, babe. Check, I love you. Check out my buddy Lee, and uh, I will see you guys soon. Make Bye. more art.